Whether you're Team Elsa or Team Moana, we have a royal treat of a podcast for you today. I'm Amit Power. What do onions, mince pies, and marmite have to do with regional anesthesia? Keep listening to find out. I'm Jeff Gadsden. And this is Block It Like It's Hot. Jeff, I can't believe it. We've actually done it. We're here now. We're here. Yeah, I, 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 it's been a while since we've been talking about this, but it thankfully has all come together. Um, so, you know, listen, what I've got to try and work out is, am I talking to you? Are you talking to me? Is anyone actually listening to us? I haven't quite worked out how this whole podcast thing works. So <laughs> are, are, we, are we talking to each other as if we're just speaking on the phone? I, I, It's hard to say how many listeners we're having at this exact moment, but... Uh, yeah, I think we're just imagine I'm in your living room. Okay, um, I can do that. I can, do, <laughs> I can do that. Well, listen. The first thing I wanted to ask you is, what did you think of the music? Oh, listen. I, I am a, I'm a hip hop fan, and I love this music. It kind of reminds me of something, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. But you know what? We've got to give a shout out to our music producer, Natback, who's come all the way from Venezuela, who composed that piece of music for us. But it's also missing something. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Do you think Do you think it's missing a, a vital piece of equipment? I think that we have to rap at the end of See, now the problem is you, the the you've demonstrated... Well, you've showed that you've got the skills with rapping, but you've got no idea what my rap ability is like. Um, <laughs> I, I have faith. I have faith that you, you know, with that voice, you can just just freestyle rap this whole thing. Okay, look, well, maybe for the season finale, maybe at the end of it, we'll, we'll get something together. But the first thing we need to establish is who's Snoop and who's Pharrell, because, of course, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> now, how about this logo? How cool is our logo? It's it's pretty cool. Um, you know what I thought would be a good idea is to see if we could have a competition towards the end to see if people could work out where that ultrasound, uh, what that ultrasound image is. Um, but you know, oh. we, um, we we got that design from a chap called Azim Anjum, uh, and he designed that after giving a bit of inspiration. So I think that's pretty cool. I'm happy you like that. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Now, listen, hold on a minute. We, you know, we, you're talking about designs, and what our listeners, of course, won't realise is that um, you and I can see each other, and they unfortunately can't see each other. There's there's something about the design of your T-shirt that I just need a bit of clarification on. Um, as I'm looking across at you, it looks like it says last Christmas, which makes me think that uh, you need to tell me, is that a Wham shirt you're wearing? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, it is. L- listen, I, I have... A little bit of what you might call a Christmas problem. Um, my wife Corey and I have this ongoing discussion every year about when I can start playing Christmas music, and apparently September is "quote unquote" too early. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, now that we're here, I'm representing with this ode to one of my favorite songs, "Last Christmas." And honestly, everyone needs a little more George Michael and Andrew Ridgely in their lives. Am I right? Well, I'm I'm not quite sure I'd go that far, but you know I love Christmas too. It, 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 there's something magical about that that time of year. There's no oh, doubt about it. Yeah, totally. And you know, listen, I am speaking to Chris. I am jealous that you have ready access to mince pies. You just can't get a good mince pie over here. In the oh, US. really? 
Nah, man. Well, you know, I was speaking to an American just the other day, and he was telling me that um, uh, the, the, uh, it told me a fact that I didn't realize, which is that most of your your pies are sweet over there, and you don't have any savory pies. Is that true? You don't have like a a chicken and mushroom pie. That's something that you you guys don't have in the states. Uh no, it, they're hard to get. Yeah, no, you people you say pie, and most people think apple, blueberry, right? You know, cherry pie. It's not. Uh, yeah, a good savory pie is. When I lived in Australia, that was, uh, you know, a real thing. Go down to the corner for a pie. Wow. But, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so we, you know, we we've got a lot of savory pies here. But look, going back to the subject of mince pies, there's a there's a competition in the UK every year where each of the uh, the big department stores puts out their wares, and there's a competition to see who can have the best pies. So I absolutely love mince pies. Um, and you know, there's something about the way you can present them, dusted with icing, sugar, and all the rest of it. So for us, you know, Christmas is a big deal. Um, but you know, I actually heard. Uh, George Michael playing, I think, back in September. So I think uh, there was uh, posted something <laughs> on social media. Somebody was, was playing it, Christmas songs was it a me? bit too early. Was it, it me? Well, it could, it, could, it could well have been you. Um, I mean, t- tell me, Jeff. It's been it's been quite a been quite a, an interesting time over the last couple of years. And I think you and I first got together when we did an interview um, back for Azure News when I was asking you a little bit about the background to, to Blocktober. So. We're kind of assuming that everybody knows us, but I kind of figured in this intro, it might be useful if we gave people a bit of a background to what we've been up to and, and, and what our backstories are. Yeah, that's fair enough. How, how have you been, man? Have you, has, have you had a good fall season? Or Well, I mean, I guess compared to the activity of the last couple of years, it's been a pretty good year. I mean, uh, COVID had a, a, a big impact on our lives. And I, I guess this wasn't going to be a, a modern day podcast unless we mentioned the C word. Um, but you know, this year, definitely things are being less uh, dominated by by COVID. Um, we managed to get to a lot of conferences, which has been brilliant. So I had a, a surprise visit to, to ASRA uh, at the beginning of the year. That was great. That was sort of April time. Uh, and then we had REUK, um, uh, which was in Edinburgh and then Ezra in Greece and actually uh, at least two out of three of those occasions I managed to meet you there which is great yeah uh, that was uh, <laughs> fantastic and I think one of the um, I think the highlight undoubtedly the highlight of my uh, of my year has been our family holiday uh, to Disney World into Florida in Florida and you know it may or may not be something that many of our uh, listeners are aware of but um the Power family have a big fascination with, with Disney. Uh, so we've just come back from Florida and had the best time ever. It looked like, Listen. Matt, I was following you on Instagram and social. It, it looked like you had an incredible time. You stayed in that, that park with the, the animals coming up to the window and there were giraffes I mean, was- and zebras and... I think you know we we've stayed at a few a few hotels in that region. I mean, this there's something quite magical about waking up in the morning and looking out the window and seeing these animals. And I'm yeah, I might have had a little bit of fun on Instagram and and maybe a bit of TikTok posting some videos. But you know, <laughs> uh, on this subject of Disney, there's a question that's literally been burning. I've been burning to ask you, and I've really got to ask you this question, Jeff. Who is your favourite Disney princess? <laughs> I- uh, okay, I did not expect that question in this this podcast. Huh. It's always nice to have a few uh, surprises. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, uh, is is Moana a princess? Yeah, you can definitely count? have Moana. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely have Moana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big, 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 big Moana fan. Um, okay. Well, yeah, that- I think. How about you? 
I mean, if, did you have breakfast with the princesses you know, while you were there? So, so, so on this particular occasion, we uh, we neglected to have uh, breakfast with the, the princesses. Unfortunately, I think they were all very disappointed. Um, but the power budget didn't reach uh, to that extra five hundred dollars required to do that. So no, we didn't do that on this occasion. What? Oh, uh, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't remember how much it cost, but it certainly felt like it cost a lot of money. So no, we didn't do that on this occasion. I'm trying to work out who my favorite princess is. I, you know, I've always had had a bit of a soft spot for Elsa from Frozen. I think uh, ah. when Frozen came out, my kids were um, were at that early stage and they were really into Disney. You know, my wife's blonde, so, you know, it kind of made sense for me to go that way. Um, yeah, I, that's not a bad answer. I mean, uh, Elsa versus Anna, the age-old question. Hit hit us up, hit us up on social media. Tell, <laughs> yeah, us, which camp, tell us which camp you're in. Well, now, let's, now, now just to change tack ever so slightly, uh, the other thing that people that may or may not have followed me on social media will know is I'm actually I'm not a Star Wars geek so much, but I'm a big Star Wars fan. So I was blown away by the whole land they had uh, in one of the Disney parks, where you you basically feel like you're walking around a Disney, uh, you know, Star Wars like Batuu is this is this this area. So who is your favorite Star Wars character? Uh, it looks that that whole set looks amazing. I saw, I've seen some pictures. I haven't been there myself yet, but uh, but plan to at some point. I, Star Wars is a big part of my growing up. Like I was, is that right? It, it was, you know, we had all the all the action figures and like the best Christmas I ever had. I got the Millennium Falcon toy for wow, and it just I have fond fond memories. And did you have one with the light at the back? Or I'm trying to remember whether that was a standard feature or that was just something that one of my friends in heart. Did, did it have a light at the back of it there in, were, in the toy? Not that I recall. It had a, no. a button you could press that had the sounds. It made the, like the laser ah, okay. pew pew sound kind of thing. But uh, no, it was uh, many, many uh, an afternoon spent playing with action figures, Star Wars, when I was a kid. Um, Han Solo. I mean, I'm a Han oh. Solo fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I should have seen that coming. That yeah, that's. He's smooth. He's got the hair. Yep, it's all about you. I got you. I got. <laughs> like you know, I love you, Jeff. And Jeff says, I know. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, we talked uh, quite a lot about me, Jeff. Tell me, tell me about you. What your what your year's been like? What have you been up to? Well, kind of similar. I mean, we had it. We had a great year as a family. We really uh, made up for a lot of the lack of travel during COVID um, got over to Europe for the first time since mm-hmm. 2020 saw you in Greece uh, mm-hmm. and in Ezra. It was amazing. Uh, managed to carve out some time for both a family trip and some time with Corey, uh, my wife and myself, which is just, that has been a really restorative thing is to just get away mm-hmm. the two of us. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we just wrapped up Blocktober, which was, uh, a fun, you know, fun team event for us here at Duke Rap. And I mean, uh, that that must have taken so much of your time. I remember sort of having re- regularly regular contact with you, but it's it's quite the undertaking, isn't it? Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's evolved into a really both a engaging and fulfilling thing for us as as a as a regional team at, at here at Duke, but uh, but incredibly fun. You know, like it just uh, and it's it's brought us closer as a group. I mean, I think there is no doubt that what you've done uh, is you've made, uh, for want of 
I don't want to use a cliche, but you, you've made you have made regional anesthesia fun. You've made it engaging. Um, it's all about you know. I'm sure we're going to cover some aspects of this in one of our later episodes. But you made the learning of regional anesthesia kind of fun. You're not what you're not advocating is saying, look, guys, watch my videos and you should be able to do everything. But you're giving all of the information um, that allows people to kind of hone, revise, focus their education. If they want to delve deeper, they can do. I mean, I, hats off to you, Jeff. I, th- I think you and the and the Duke Rap team have done a great job. Oh, um, thanks, thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's it. Uh, I you know I think maybe it's because of my own short attention span. But I, you know I, I think a a five or six minute video um, seems to seems to be kind of the sweet spot. Undoubtedly. Now listen, um, this intro is is meant to give people a bit of a flavour about us. So do you think we should tell people a little bit about uh, where we're from, what we're about, you know, just so they've got an idea of uh, why we've got such terrible senses of humour? Peel peel back the onion. What is Amit Pawa? Who is Amit Pawa? Well, do you know, it's so funny you should use that onion phrase. I do remember one of my birthday parties, we uh, we actually paid for an entertainer to, to come and, you know, entertain the kids, and he called me Amit Onion. So you've just, that's given me a little bit of PTSD there, Jeff. I, I don't know what to say, <laughs> but he did actually, everyone had nicknames and I was called Amit Onion. Was um, it was it a smell-related I, thing? I, or? Do you know? <laughs> so, I, so I actually hadn't thought that deep, that deeply about it, like, but why? now I am. It seems so random. Like, why, yeah, why call you no, I, I, I think he thought it rhymed, but now, now ah. I'm, I'm paranoid. Um, okay, so, so well, the thing is, you know, it, there's, there was a great podcast about you know somebody saying where are you from, and actually, I could probably occupy the rest of the duration of this podcast with, with where I'm from. But I'll give you the short version. Um, a lot of people won't know that actually I was born in Thailand. I was born in Bangkok in Thailand. My dad's grandfathers uh, went out there a long time ago, um, and so I grew up there. And actually. I could have been Thai were it not for the fact that um, that we decided to come to the UK when I was sort of less than a year. So I grew up uh, in the UK. Um, I went to university in London. I'm a London boy. Uh, as much as I tried um, to kind of, uh, you know, at various points in my career to kind of leave London, you know, I, I've got London through and through. So I grew up in London uh, and I went to uh, to university at Guy's and St Thomas's, which funny enough is where I'm now uh, working as a consultant. Uh, and during my training, um, you know, I always wanted to be a cardiologist. That really? was where I always said, "Yep, uh, I can't, I can't see you as a card." Well, maybe, maybe I can. I, well, got- I don't know. Why, why did you say that? I'm too good looking, or um... I think so. I think yeah, you're just <laughs> you're made for Hollywood slash regional anesthesia. Well, you know, so people always tell me that I've got a face for radio, so I'm always guessing that's a good thing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, so yes, I kind of, I always wanted to do cardiology. And then somewhere along the line, I, you know, I, I, saw, I, did, um, I did my first accident emergency jobs at King's College in London. And I used to see all these, uh, the medical uh, registrars, the kind of, you know, the senior, senior trainees coming down at two o'clock in the morning saying, whatever you do, don't do medicine, don't do medicine. Um, and the anaesthetists, the anesthesiologists were always the cool guys. They'd come down, they'd rescue some disaster that we may have perhaps contributed to with overzealous sedation. They just look cool as. Um, and so I decided to do anesthesia. Um, and then during my training, I met a guy whose name you might 
be aware of a chap called Rafa Blanco. Um, yeah, uh, he's he's got a name. He's associated with some regional anesthesia stuff that may have inspired what we do. Um, and and actually, I spent some time. I did a regional anesthesia fellowship at Guy's and St Thomas's. I spent some time with Rafa, um, and he got me into this society called El Sora, the London Society of Regional Anesthesia. I know it well. And you know what? Yeah, it's, it kind of snowballed from there, right? So I um, became part of Elsora, then REK, um, and then I managed to, I was lucky enough to be voted to be the president of REK. And now um, that my term as president has ended and my term as immediate past president has almost ended, I'm just a regular guy who loves dad jokes and won't dance. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> won't, uh, da- won't dance or shouldn't dance? Probably both. Uh, I probably won't dance because I shouldn't dance because when I have danced and it's been caught on camera, it was a it was a painful experience to to watch that back. We'll save that for a treat for the listeners later on. Maybe, maybe. Okay, so Jeff, I feel like I've kind of hijacked this. I would love to hear more about your. <laughs> well, not nearly as as exotic as being born in Thailand and raised in the UK. Um, grew up in a small town in Canada. Do you want to give a shout out to the town, or are you going to keep that secret? You yeah, know, to keep some of that. Yeah, Shelburne, Ontario. Oh, wow, a, a okay. small, small, small town. You you probably would wouldn't have heard of. Um, but did my did medical school in at Queen's University in Canada in town of Kingston. It's like sort of halfway between Toronto and and Montreal. See, because a lot of people who won't know your backstory would have assumed that you're American, right? You must get that a lot. I do. Yeah, I, I, I you know, it's funny. Some people say they can hear the Canadian accent coming through. Um, now and again but uh but yeah i can having, hear it eh i can it's that. pretty good eh <laughs> yeah oh yeah eh? just get me watching some <laughs> if i get me in front of a hockey game eh? it'll, it'll all come it'll all come out uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i then did some residency training in toronto and 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 then about halfway through i i decided to switch and transfer to a program in new york city uh at saint luke's roosevelt where nysora was founded by admir hadzik and jerry vloka uh-huh. and uh yeah I, I knew pretty early on that i was interested in regional and um so you and, trained with those guys or you trained under those guys yeah yeah well jerry jerry Incredible. and vloka had had left at that point um but admir admir was there and he became a you know a great mentor and and friend and colleague and uh you know influence a a big part of how you know how i approach my career and 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 regional anesthesia everyone has to live in new york city once in their life it uh so that also played a role in me switching from toronto to to new york and it was fun for a while then i sort of finished training and uh my first job was in australia so what uh, hold on a minute you said that you weren't going to give us anything tropical that's pretty tropical that's not new york city (laughs) Wow, where did Australia come from? So, it was it was one of those sort of weird life things. I, you know, I I had this moment in my training where I thought oh, I want to do chronic pain medicine, and so had gone down the pathway of applying to chronic pain, and was had been interviewing for fellowships, but you had not yet done a chronic pain rotation as a as a trainee, and when I did that, I realized it was not for me, and so. <laughs> Um, you know, but, got, but you know, pain I, is for people. There are some people for, that, who are very well suited to pain, right? It's a great, great specialty, oh, but it just oh wasn't my God. for you. No, no, no. I, I have I've 
I've a huge admiration for people that have the skill set and personality to to do that. It's an incredibly I, I have an incredible amount of admiration for that. I, I just I'm not built that way. So so I found myself with um, six months left to go in my training and no I had withdrawn from all the fellowships. I didn't want to uh, do chronic pain. So um, I had a friend who had gone to Australia to work for a for a bit, and she was sort of inspiring me. I thought you know what I don't have a I don't have a car or a mortgage or a dog um why don't we have an adventure so we went down there and it was it was wonderful we lived on the beach uh we had, didn't have kids yet um but made some wow. lifelong friends did some great work and i i still pay my ansco dues just Do in really? case oh just in case we decided <laughs> to sort of pull up stakes and head back down down under so uh no it was a great it was a, a really a formative part of my uh, professional growth and and just f- a great year and a half of our life. Yeah, then then you then you you left there and you came out to New York, right? Yeah, I, I decided. To, you know, the one thing that was missing there was a, a sort of an academic career, and and I I began to wonder it's sort of the whole sliding doors thing. Right? Like, what if I what if I stayed here for the rest of my life? Would I regret or miss out on that aspect of of my you know career? And so, I did come back to New York City and uh, ended up back at St. Luke's Roosevelt with with Admir and spent um, another seven or eight years there. Ended up with four kids. What? In yeah, yeah I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> I've got a couple of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> in a in a two bedroom apartment in Midtown Manhattan, wow. which was just like six human beings in one bathroom. It was not sustainable. So we decided to uh, to look for another. Uh, sort of kinder, gentler place to live. And, and North Carolina um, fit the bill. And like Duke University is just an incredible academic institution as, as you know, as universities go, but they have a, a, an amazing anesthesia department and had a, a, a strong and, and long history as as a regional anesthesia powerhouse. So it was a good fit. And my, and my, my great friend, Stuart Grant was here at the time. And so he uh, helped me uh, see the light and and uh, and here I am. So we've been here ever since. We've been here about eight years now in wow. North Carolina. Well, listen, I think that was more tropical than you gave it credit for. That's quite the story. So uh, I guess people now have a little bit of an insight into into where we're both coming from. Um, I think you did a great sales pitch for Duke, and I feel I've done Guys and St. Thomas's a disservice. So listen, Guys and St. Thomas's is an incredible place. I'm very lucky to have some great uh, some great colleagues. Uh, and uh, yeah, maybe we might be talking about some of the names of those as we go through uh, the next few podcasts. We've got um, a couple of colleagues that are Guys and St. Thomas's who certainly contributed to a lot of the literature and regional anesthesia but what a great place so it sounds like we're lucky that we both got fabulous um, places to live and fabulous places to work but now let's talk about the nuts and bolts so you know we should probably give people an idea um, behind what we hope this podcast will be right yeah totally what, what are we trying to what are we trying to achieve here well you know what I think that the only uh, regional anesthesia podcast that I was really aware of um, before we came out was the As a Rap podcast, which is amazing. Uh, And I've, you know, uh, and Raj Gupta and Eric Schwenk, and these guys have been putting this stuff together. I've been listening to it for the longest time. Um, But in addition to that, which is, you know, hardcore academic, but talking about meetings and and papers, um, I've also been listening in some of my own time to some of the kind of more fun conversational kind of podcast um, and I thought it might be useful for people uh, to hear a couple of 
enthusiasts about regionalities they're kind of having a chat with each other and talking about stuff that they find interesting you know we're aiming in this at those that are at the very beginning of their training so trainees and residents but also up to those that are more experienced practitioners so consultants and attending um, and those that have got all experience so beginners in advance and you know what we're talking about all specialties so anesthesia ed critical care pre-hospital physicians allied health professionals nurses physician assistants the whole we want every this is the most inclusive podcast that we can create and i kind of think it'd be fun for people to hear you and i talking about stuff that that excites us yeah yeah i totally agree and and, and I, I listen the as a rap podcast is amazing and it's going to be hard to beat listeners if you are looking for hard-hitting content with actual expert hosts and guests go there if you want to hear if you want to hear dad jokes and debates about whether to tuck in your scrub shirt or not this is the place for you that is so true <laughs> not just kidding We're, we'll do some real stuff too and it's going to be really useful to talk about aspects of regional anesthesia that you can't get from a paper or an infographic or from a talk at a conference so hopefully we hope, uh, friends and listeners, we can get into some of the more practical aspects and um, and dive a bit deeper and discuss some some hot topics in our subspecialty. So uh, yeah, so we'll cover aspects like innovation and technology in regional anesthesia, um, what it's like in the day in the life of the Duke Rap block room or the guys in St. Thomas block room, yeah. or, or how to deliver the best awake mastectomy experience, which I know you're, I know you're an expert and a fan of. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, you know, I, I'm looking forward to involving our listeners as well and you know, and getting them to ask us some questions which they might pose via social media. Um, and, you know, before we talk about the next thing I was going to say, I do have to give a shout out to one of my one of my fellows, Chris King. He's the guy that finally gave me um, a, a kick in, up the backside to say, like, get on and do this, because he was saying, you know what, I would just I, I had I had some time to kill, uh, you know, when I was working on the weekend. And I was just thinking it would be really great if I could listen to something useful. I could fill this time with getting some education while still having some fun. He said, look, I think, you you know, I think you should you guys should record a podcast and tell people people the type of stuff that they can't get from papers so absolutely um but you know one of the things i'm also looking forward to is maybe having some special guests what do you think about that jeff oh absolutely special guests are going to be a lot of fun um i've already got a, a little short list in my head but uh okay. yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be fun um i also i think another a couple of the topics i want to explore regional anesthesia education in contemporary practice how is it different now than when you and i grew up and i mean that's and, absolutely are we are we meeting the needs of trainees it's interesting like i we have a, a bookshelf in our block area with with oh. te textbooks and every once in a while i'll like pull one out and blow off the dust and um so but i mean there's obviously tons of value there but it, it's i mean it's different the way they the way they study now how about you what are you looking forward to well you know what i've got a few favorite topics that i like talking about um in fact i've just recently lectured on and i will be again later on in the year on blocks for trauma and this is topical because many of our specialties whether they're anesthesiologists or critical care practitioners or pre-hospital physicians they get involved with trauma uh and actually you're talking about what are the right blocks to perform when are there any controversial aspects you know related to that such as compartment syndrome or, or masking neurology that would be cool to talk about and then 
there's the thing that you know it's what we call the marmite uh, of regional anesthesia which is the esp block so i kind of figure that would be great to get into um so what do you think about that i uh, know i love i love it i'm just i'm stuck on marmite oh what you you don't know what marmite is no i know what marmite i (laughs) may i'm I, I live in Australia. I am firmly team so Vegemite. You guys Vegemite. don't have Marmite there. You have Vegemite, right? You yeah. don't have Marmite. You've got. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He's he's my Aussie friend here. Uh, I'm not going to do accents. I said don't do accents, <laughs> Amit. Okay, sorry. What, why were you stuck on the Marmite bit? What? What? I, I'm missing the analogy. Is it because it's so common? Because some people love it, and ah. some people you. So you haven't watched any TV in the UK. So but the whole thing about Marmite is it kind of splits the audience. Some people think Marmite is amazing. It's the best thing since sliced bread. For using another analogy, yeah. other people can't stand it. So got it, got I it, guess got it. you and I both know of some people that love the ESP block, and some other people that maybe not so much. Uh-huh. Um, so I think it'd be useful to kind of get into that. Perfect. Um, Not love it. And, and, and also, uh, the thing that I'm a real sucker for gadgets. So I love gadgets and technology. And I reckon you probably got your hands on some some useful pieces of kit. I'm certainly being lucky to use some technology. So I think those are the things that kind of excite me. But you know what, Jeff? There's something that I'm the thing that I'm looking forward to the most. Can you guess what that is? Uh, is it Disney princesses? No, 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 no. Oh. Jeff, it's getting to know you a bit better. I think that would be amazing during the course of this podcast. <laughs> I think I'm going to get to know you a bit better. Oh, man, you're you're so sweet. Yeah, no, I say, uh, same, same. I think that this is going to be the, the most fun part of this whole thing. Yeah. Now, I do have one other serious question that I've got to ask you. Oh, serious question time. Okay, so... Of all the videos, when I've been watching your videos in Blocktober, um, a lot of the videos are adorned with these most incredible sound effects. So I want to know, <laughs> of all of the sound, you know, you're unzippering, you're, you're popping, and I can't even do them because I'm not puckered up, I'm not ready, but of all the sound effects that you did, what is your favorite sound effect? Oh, man. And if you that... can, do a live demo. I'm putting you on the pressure. Jeff was not prepared for this, guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, th- thank you. I just... Um, I, you know, I think it is. I think it's the the sound that the plura makes when it goes down. The the boom sound. Oh, that was good. Let, let's do let's do that one more time without me laughing, so everyone can hear it purely. Okay, get, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Boom. So Ooh, you know, and you know, I I, like I, I cannot help but say that each and every time my <laughs> trainees do a knee, uh, a pair of a T-ball. it's just. I can't help myself. <laughs> Do you know what? I, maybe, maybe that's going to be a thing. Maybe that, maybe people will start doing that all over the world. Um, oh, how well, good, how good would that be? Well, yeah, you know, we we've done it. We've done a lot of chat now. So, do you, I, do you think we've excited people enough? Do you think people are going to be excited to want to listen and tune in? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think there, uh, we got a lot of good material that we've lined up, um, folks, and and I th- I think uh, so tune in and and stay with us over the next few episodes and and see how we see how we do. Absolutely. Well, listen, I think we're probably supposed to wrap up now. I'm sure it's customary to say something at the end of a podcast. Are we supposed to end with a song or a joke or something? Is that, is that the rules? <laughs> uh, maybe eventually a song or a joke. I think let's keep it a little professional for starters. Okay, okay. I think we're supposed to say something like, like and subscribe to our podcast from your usual podcast provider. Oh, that's good. Right? That's good. I like that. Yeah. Um, so what do we have? We have Twitter? 
yeah, yeah. So we got we got to tell that we what have we got? Our, our Twitter is at blockit underscore hot underscore pod. What else have we got? <laughs> I'm hot pod. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. block it, block it, hot pod, hot pod, block it, hot pod with an underscore in between. Okay, yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, well, Believe Brian, it or not, block it like it's hot and gone. <laughs> uh, don't follow those guys. Okay, uh, no, you, we're on we're on YouTube at block it like it's hot. Absolutely, that was the most straightforward one to get. And we're also on Insta. Where, and when in our promo video, I got this wrong. So at Insta, we're at block underscore it underscore like underscore it's underscore hot block it like it's hot with underscores in between each word uh, and then, and what, yeah we we want them to get involved uh on twitter i hope twitter's still going to be here when the podcast gets out i really do um, i think but, i think it will be i think it will yeah. be uh and we we've got a hashtag which is not surprisingly block it like it's hot so 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 tweet uh send us messages on all those media uh, and follow us from your regular podcast provider um and jeff what, what do we need to say uh until the e- the next episode we hope they all Block it like it's hot. Until next time, guys. (laughs) See you. See you next time.